If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K-Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. <laughs> this is the Friends Zone. The Search Show. I'm in the zone. That's right. First of all, welcome to the Friends on your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain since (laughs) you're playing a Janet Jackson song? Now, for those of you who don't know, that was Coco Jones, most uh, well known uh, of late for playing Hillary Banks in the new show Bel Air on Peacock and doing a knockout Mm. job of it. But Homegirl is a vocalist, okay? A she just got through perform straight up singer, singer. Did you hear that tone? And you mm, know I, and love I love some that tone. She, I love that she chose to play in the lower register as opposed mm-hmm. to people who are always trying to scream and go mm-hmm. up too high. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wrap me up it. in all the richness and texture that... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that they siren. <laughs> As soon as I mean, it's like really like I'm like I'm not I'm grieving. You know what I'm saying? I'm going through enough. I don't need to be dealing with these goddamn Amalamp sirens. Ooh, but it's the way they wait for you to press record. That's in the, the middle of my part. thing. You know what I'm saying? We ain't heard that motherfucking ass. We've been sitting here having a great enriching conversation before this. It's show. like I'm up here pressing a button. Damn. Anyway, I like the way her voice sound. That was Coco Jones. They didn't take the wind out of my sails now. Let's just move on. How y'all doing? I love me some Coco Jones. Right, right, right. I'm doing good. I'm feeling much better today. So I feel like. Oh, good, friend. Right. I feel like there's been a turn and I'm very happy about that because I did not want to spend my winter break sick. That's the worst. So. One thing about them tables, they always turn, baby. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What about you guys? How? How you guys feeling this week? I'm feeling all right. Oh, yeah. I'm going to need the link to that throat spray. You know, I'm feeling all right, but, you know, I still you do what I do. right here handy. Because I still do what I do. So any sort of, you know, addition to is always welcome. But I'm I all right. You. you know, India, Sean came through. She around about, you know, whenever I... No, whenever you have that brain that kind of comes around. I love you, India. Yes, India, India. superstar. Ooh. 
<laughs> it's funny that we were doing the um, Spotify wrapped because she was all up and through my list too. So it was like, I mean, I know that I'm your friend, but I'm also your fan, girl, because you mm. all up and th- I've been listening to you all year. And she's like, nigga, like, we have genuinely. talked all year. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> what an intersection, friend and fan. Right. Just take the other letters out and put them back in. Yeah, and, and luckily, like, we're real friends too. So, like, I can cross certain lines. Like, I could, like she's like, you're a momager at times. And honestly, it's welcome. And I'm like, you know what? Thank you. Because sometimes you're like a friend fan and it's like, okay, well, I don't need that fan part right now. So leave me the hell alone. And she could do that at any point in time, but she doesn't. And she's such a star, a beautiful, beautiful star. She she's is. I love her. I love you, India. Love you, yes. India. Right. You, how you feeling, man? Um, you know, I'm alive, happy to be so, happy to be working, grateful for so many things, Mm -hmm. taking it day by day. I'm mad as hell. I'm mad as a motherfucker. Yeah, I'ma say it. I'm mad, Mm -hmm. but I'm I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that. You know what I'm saying? Let's don't nobody fuck with me. I'm all right now. If you fuck with me at this particular part of my life, at this place in my book of life don't be surprised oh we don't my want nobody God. fucking with you on a regular day full so. throttle baby because i ain't got the time and i'm mad as fuck too i got not just a chip a bag of chips on my shoulder mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so you know how they say a chip off the old block i got the whole block on my shoulder so <laughs> now's the time <laughs> see and here come the sirens they letting you know they they backing me up right now though <laughs> So this is the last episode of 2022. I was going to say 2023. I know, fast forward a little bit. Okay. Time travel <laughs> much? Last, right? It's our last episode, you guys. Yes. But don't fret. We will be back on January 10th of 2023. Mm-hmm. You know, with a brand new episode, we actually have a really cool collaboration with Target. That's why we're coming back a little bit earlier than usual. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we'll see you guys next month for that. We hope that you enjoy your vacation. We definitely will. I am mm-hmm. so excited to just have nothing to do. Yes, No Lord. deadlines, no one expecting, no files, just nothing. I love that. That end of uh, December when your emails damn near just come to a halt. That bone dry. <laughs> Oh. It's like, oh, is that a tumbleweed Gmail? Thank you. <laughs> the Thank only you. emails you're getting are the Christmas specials from all the brands you purchased from online right. that year. I'm with that. It's and I'm very too. excited. Okay. But before we get into the last episode of the year, we want to highlight a Black Business of the Week. And I actually really love this because it's Aspen. Aspen yeah. Sierra oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all, listen up. Listen up good then now, y'all. Right? She's damn near a cousin of mm-hmm. the show at this point. Just we love engaging with Aspen in the yes, comments. So it was my absolute pleasure to find your black business when I was looking for one in that thread that we created on our Twitter account. So Aspen Sierra Photography, that's A-S-P-E-N-C-I-E-R-R-A, is intentionally amplifying black and brown excellence, luxury, and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Right now, she's Los Angeles-based, but she's an Atlanta, I'm assuming Atlanta-born creative. (laughs) So obviously, she can bounce around. But definitely, actually, let me pull up her website. Definitely check her out. I'm going to go to LA and get some pictures from Aspen. Sorry. 
Yeah, when you click in her menu and look through the gallery, obviously that's the best way to see the mm. quality of someone's work. And her pictures are amazing. I actually mm, just want to like her first done. name. Mm. Okay. Amazing. <laughs> so AspenSierraPhotography.com. Um this I'll Beautiful just read name. I'll read really quickly. It says establishing establishing herself as a fashion and lifestyle photographer with local brands in Atlanta, Aspen now lives in Los Angeles and shoots for a variety of commercial and editorial clients. This includes Sessie Magazine, Spanx, Hillman Grad Productions, NBC Universal, RCA Records, Red Bull, Amazon, and so much more. The Aspen name rings bells. Okay. Aspen has shot Sessie Magazine covers for years with subjects like Trevor Jackson, Anna Eastley. She shot behind the scenes on set for Flo Millie Send the Addy music video, which is cool, and has captured the likes of Ava DuVernay on the Humanitas Humanitas Price Red Card Prize. Wow, English. Humanitas Prize Red Carpet. She brings her personality and flexibility to every set, and she's a part of the Black Women Photographers Collective. She mm. was even featured on a segment for the Kelly Clarkson show mm. as a diversified photos database of photographers. So she's working. She's out Work, there. Aspen Sierra. Definitely, ch- right? Check her out. Once again, that's Aspen Sierra, A S P E N C I E R R A, photography.com. If you in the LA area and need your pictures taken or maybe some project you're working on and you need an in-house photographer check so out if you are artists out there you. listening we love you Aspen if you're artists right? out there listening because I know a lot of artists be listening to the show if you know you're working on some sets and you got you know you need a photographer you know what I'm saying Aspen does yep. it all if you need portraits headshots you know what I'm saying lifestyle landscape she makes it work Aspen got it on deck Aspen Sierra photography right now today and go on ahead and buy me a photo shoot too <laughs> I wish you were here, Aspen, because I need for a new real. picture for my passport. I want it to be cute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the next 10 years. You want that to look good. My license is atrocious. But anyway, so. <laughs> you remember before, on America's Next Top Model when they would do that as like a challenge? Trying to have yes. a good license. And yeah, they like, sure. like license or, uh, or passport photos. And but this was your first challenge. And I was like, bitch, this is a small square. How was this? I'm my first sad challenge? because I have always had really good pictures. Like my license is always so pretty, like just not giving natural beauty. My my passport, and then I I don't know, I took one <laughs> a couple months back from my license and it just didn't hit. I actually want to redo it. I know that's childish, but I really want to retake it. What's going it's on with so Tyra bad. Banks, y'all? I'm worried about Where's Tyra she Banks. Been? Twitter. So I, I saw her do an interview on the Sherry show and she Uh-oh. looked, was it, I'm pretty sure it was a Sherry show. Let me be- verify before I move forward with that. Cause you know, I don't like just talking shit. I like mm-hmm. to know what I'm talking about, but I'm pretty sure it was the Sherry show. Um, and she just looked, yep. It was a Sherry show. So she just looked a little different than I'm used to seeing her look. And it's not a weight thing or an age thing or none of that judgy shit. She just mm-hmm. looked like she was anxious or like she just, I don't know, mm. like something was up. And then I saw a lot of reports that there were um, all these allegations of her raising hell on the dance with the star set. Um, <laughs> she got into a really awkward exchange with one of the judges on there the other day. Cause you know, she co-hosts that with um, what's his name. And so I didn't know that. Yeah. And so then just like she, she wanted to start this model land, like experience center 
that I don't think it ever really took off. And it's just, she just, it's just a detachment of sorts. Y'all haven't peeped that? Something. Like something. I haven't right. seen, seen her. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen her on anything, so I, I didn't peep. Dustin, I, I just want y'all to see for those of y'all who are on Patreon, like you saw the quick shot of it. She just <laughs> I, something's up with Tyra Banks, and I want <laughs> shot was so quick, literally quick. I mean, you know, because sometimes that's all Accurate. you need is just a, so. But I, I just like she was such a good. She was good on our talk show for the time. I know those clips haven't really aged well, but she right. was good on our talk show for the time. I want to see Tyra Banks succeed. <laughs> so we loved her as I an just actress. Saw a clip of her saying. Inappropriate or whatever. That sounds like it has not. Aged. We used to, we hasn't aged well, but we used to, you know, we loved her as an actress in films on the Fresh Prince. We, you know, the the America's Top Model franchise was a runaway success. Like we want the best for Tyra Banks. I know she's yeah. a mom now. Did you guys know she has a son named York? I did not. Yeah, she's a mom. No, and stuff. Yeah, so people, y'all need well, to Maybe that's what it is. Maybe she's just tired. I don't know. Like, it's I'm, a lot to juggle. Like, Tyra, I don't know. But they said she is like tearing it up on that set, like making really like diva demands and shit. And then, like, okay. she got into it really bad with, not got into it really bad, but she had like a tense, awkward verbal exchange with one of the judges recently. That kind of made headlines, and I'm just her hair was like big, like <laughs> like a like the '60s, like Elvira. It was like, like big, like, like oh, she, I, I'm just Tyra. She like, had a baby via know. surrogate in 2016. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I know. So he's I like a he's a, a little boy now. He's like five six, right? Six. Yeah, Shit. that's got to be like six, mm-hmm. five or six. Yeah. Oh. So anyway, oh. just check on Tyra Banks. Somebody, somebody ride by Tyra's check house. Check on your strong friend and check on right. Tyra no, Banks. You, not a wellness check. No, you ride you by know. Tyra. Or somebody. Because <laughs> <laughs> they said they're holding the picture up in front of her ass now. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> I got y'all. one photo in my hands, okay? And it's of a fucking wellness check. I just, y'all check on Tyra Banks. That's all. Thank you. And we will. We'll let you know. Yeah, because all this is about her that, uh, dancing with the stars, remember to make big changes with Tyra Banks and more. Ooh, like, yikes. Cause, well, oh. you know. So <laughs> before we get into the episode, though, I want to know if you guys have any announcements or any last things that you want to say before we jump in. Thanks for all the support this year. It's been a great <laughs> hell of a year for all of us. And I feel like the Amen. audience, our audience mm-hmm. has built a level of um, trust with us that uh, translates into them supporting our other ventures outside of just this show. And I'm really, really appreciative of that. Thank you for all the support to to the projects we've had. Asante with the VMA, you know, project, friends so with cool. our multitude of projects, interse- illuminating intersectionality specifically and the NPR venture. Thank you for amen. supporting Bet on Black on Revolt. Amen, Thank amen. you for actually listening to Holding Court with Ebony K. Williams as well. Like, I just love the fact that our audience fucks with us that way. That's why I'm always going to fuck with our audience too. So yes. just thanks for your support. I know it's cliche, but I mean that. Thanks for your for support. Real. Yeah, no, for that's real. It. Same and also. Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Thank you, Patreon. <laughs> and Discord. Even the fact that y'all have your own community over there in Discord, even though y'all feel like the projects, the fact that y'all are like connected <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> like they the don't connection. Even need us. That's cr- like that's crazy that y'all literally have y'all own community that y'all built based off this podcast. That's like insane to think about. So I'm gonna spend a little bit more time on the projects since y'all think out about fucking projects when y'all don't realize how elite that is. That's crazy to me. I but also, told y'all last week I was a street. You know, I'm a street. 
<laughs> so I don't have no problem being over there. <laughs> also, thanks to everybody on our Patreon that uh, comes out to the live streams that we do each month. It's always mm-hmm. fun yes. to just kick with everybody. Everybody being silly in the chat, the chat as Dustin coined it. Um, <laughs> it's just been amazing, an amazing year. So thanks to everybody that supported. Oh. I- also, shout out to Essence and P Valley, and that was mm-hmm. amazing doing the watch parties because the because I, I love me some cool. P Valley, so I can't <laughs> wait for my walk on. And you know what I'm saying? So just keep putting my name out there, y'all. Don't forget about <laughs> me, child. And speaking of live streams, our last live stream of 2022 will be dropping this week. I know we usually do the last Wednesday of the month, but obviously we will all be on break, so we're gonna do it. Today, the same day that this episode is dropping, the 14th, hopefully you'll catch it, right? Tonight, hopefully you'll catch us in time. If not, obviously, you know, we also post the replay for those of you who missed the live streaming. So that's Wednesday, Mm -hmm. December 14th for the last Patreon live of the year. We're very excited about it. It's going to be fun. We'll be there hanging with y'all for about an hour with a little chat. <laughs> Dustin calls it. The, the bitchy bitchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if you know who the chat is, you'll get that reference. That's from one of the popular songs. That's all. <laughs> so definitely come hang with us. And if you haven't signed up to our Patreon, go ahead and sign up. Please we'll sign be there up to posting Patreon. content, right, for the next couple of weeks. That's mm-hmm. the Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com for forward slash the friend zone podcast and we will catch you there for the next couple of weeks mm-hmm. anything else y'all wanted to say Mm-mm. i just want to say <laughs> shout out to my cousin uh darius and you know what i'm saying his kids and you know what i'm saying and also my mama and you know what i'm saying no i'm just playing I thought just I for real. Everybody. I like that kind of ghetto shit. <laughs> it's my favorite to be honest mm-hmm. <laughs> no but for real so, you know shout out my family Right? Shout out to our family. So the last episode of every year, I always think it's important to look back at the year in review and see the conversations that we brought to the table. Mm-hmm. Especially now days that the podcasting industry is just getting a little kooky with the viral clips, you know, and, and the conversations that people are choosing to highlight as the podcast industry, but every year we really do bring pretty amazing conversations to the forefront. I'm always proud of us. I think it's important to celebrate your work as a creative, not just us, but those of you listening, those of you creating, and those of you that are just putting anything out into the world. It's nice to look back and give yourself some credit, give yourself some love, a little pat on the back. Like I did that. And then going through all the episodes that we created this year, I was really proud of us. Yeah. I was like, some really good conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel that way every year. Mm-hmm. So I'm always proud to, to put these together. But a few stats before we get started, because we did have a Spotify wrapped even for the show, not just our individual music taste. Hey. But the podcast, The Friend Zone, was in the top 1% most shared globally as a podcast, which is beautiful. <laughs> so I'm not going to clap for everything, but you know what I'm saying? No, like, you go ahead and clap like, for everything. We, we were also the top 1% most followed podcast on Spotify. I love um, this. It sounds like an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> top OnlyFans. your Spotify rap stats to your day. Like it's okay, we on the charts. This is our billboard. Um, we created 4,669 minutes. That's 77 plus hours of content Whoa. in 2022. That's beautiful. That's, you know, this Damn. is great. And, 
45 episodes of the friend zone in 2022 that's really wow. really beautiful and yeah. inspiring right it said that we created uh more content than 98 percent of the other podcasts on the platform wow <laughs> that's right 98 and they're <laughs> looking at the podcast that's right. crazy. This is just the podcast lineup. So considering how many podcasts are on Spotify, which is pretty much all of them, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's something to be proud of. I'm proud Hell of us. Yeah. Shout out Let's to us. Too. Our consistency in our Let's work buy some Prada shit now to celebrate. <laughs> proud of us. So with that being said, I went through and pulled some of the the most highlighted episodes and conversations that gained the most traction throughout the year, uh, right? And it was also funny. <laughs> you already know, okay? <laughs> you saw that stat for that month. <laughs> Our guests don't play. But let's start at the beginning. So at the top of the year, Dustin brought a conversation. It was a green light and a bell was the title of the episode <laughs> where Dustin, do y'all remember this? It was the the linked in drama with mm-hmm. the talent acquisitions oh, yeah, recruiter. remember mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where she said um she paid a candidate what she asked for because she claimed she didn't have the bandwidth to teach salary negotiations and it was a way for her to teach that candidate a lesson and she posted this on linkedin of course a screenshot of it started circulating twitter and black twitter lit her ass up and let her have it rightfully so and Dustin brought that conversation <laughs> to mm-hmm. the podcast. And it was so crazy to think back, like, wow, that happened this year. Mm-hmm. That feels like such a long time ago. And I forgot about her hating ass until you just <laughs> said that, you know. Right. Um, I'm glad that we were able to have that conversation within the space of, you know, maturity and dignity because we didn't just tear her all the way down. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. We there were people that debated us. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the comments, which I also love. People that are also that. in the HR field. Yeah, and were sharing their perspective on it. And then we were other still people right, that were like, no. But, you know, we welcome the other perspectives. You know what I'm saying? Let's be fucking crystal clear, okay? We was right. But, but, you know, we welcome your your feedback. But it's and nice also, to debate. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I really hope she ain't still hating and being... And then, never mind, because I'm about to reignite that whole conversation again. <laughs> so let's just leave it there. Yes, I'm sure she learned her lesson. Because in that episode, so, you never we, know. we saw that she had lost her job. And I know she had even posted like an uh, apologetic post about it after. Too late so. for that. Keep it. <laughs> Tough crowd. We also had <laughs> our conscious parenting episode at the top I love of the this year. Episode. Right. Yes. This is where I brought in Natasha Nelson of Supernova Mama. Hey, we, Natasha. That was such a great episode. What a great conversation. We talked about using presence, engagement, and mindfulness to drive our parenting choices. That was a great conversation. She had us role playing. Remember, mm-hmm. we were like <laughs> acting like a 10 year old or a toddler mm-hmm. or a teen. And she was, was kind of like, walking us through, <laughs> right? <laughs> like how we would. Uh, engage with conflict resolution with our kids and or us as kids because i think we were the kids right mm-hmm. yeah we I were playing being a parent i remember being a parent or maybe it was different for i remember feeling yeah. i remember feeling like 
you want me to do what as this parent? Because, <laughs> you know, I don't do kids for real. So I was just like, ooh, I know I'm supposed to be playing, but, you know, something right. about playing. I don't know. I just felt weird, but it was fun. It was I always have fun. fun. The game was and insightful. Fun. It was really insightful. You took the words out of my mouth. That episode mm-hmm. actually changed some of my perspectives and views on the way I would parent and also on yes. the way that I, my, the lens that I view other parents through. So that actually was a great, great really impactful episode for me personally yeah same and gaining patience too Mm -hmm, with kids mm -hmm. and understanding that like they have a whole world that they're processing as well now i still tear their little asses up (laughs) but the point (laughs) is i'll think about it first we also we had an episode titled marvel credit union you know that was an asante (laughs) episode And it was a great conversation because Asante was asking us, Dustin and Fran, as well as the listeners, to hold space for the Black people that are into cosplaying and gaming (laughs) and anime. (laughs) (laughs) And the Black people that most would label as weird or different. You know, and we had a great conversation where Asante discussed his experiences and just how it's felt to kind of be othered within our own community because yes. of your interests. So yeah, I that's fucked up. That yeah. was then a good also, conversation. What about yeah, furries? Then also bridging. <laughs> see, you, you and the furries, I don't know why it always comes <laughs> back Every time I think about so... people putting on costumes, I think about that episode. But of why are you going? Go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, even on Twitter, like, well, maybe it's my algorithm because I ain't seen a furry in a long ass time. So every time I think of cosplay, only anyway. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Moving away from furries, I just I don't even think about furries. So that's why I'm just like that's why I'm throwing out of sorts too. Because every time you throw it in there, I'm like, wait. Furries, so you but- understand my plight? What I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Don't equate cosplay to furries. I, if the- you're a furry and you listen to this show, keep the shit on. I ain't judging you like that. Yeah. I'm just I saying. Whatever you it was do. something I just new for me. It. I don't know about it. it so new. it's like that's it why whenever it's thrown new. into the game, I'm like, I, I don't know. I first learned about them on like MTV. TV. I think it was one of those like I'm a furry. Remember True those life. shows? True, True life. life. True life. I'm a furry. True life deserved and that was Emmy award worthy television. Journalism. To, to this day. Okay. Seriously. It should be yes. sitting right up there with prime time in 2020. <laughs> it should be right there as, as considered and regarded I learned in a the lot. same way. True I Life learned was a lot. good. Just shout out to them producers. We need a they need to do a, 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 uh, a TV one unsung on True about Life, the true about life. the True Life producers, <laughs> cast, and crew. They, they need to do that. Because True Life deserves this flower. They should bring real. it back. Ooh, bring mm-hmm. it back and let them us Them produce same producers. It. Okay, no, with no, us. Yes, I also oh, got <laughs> <laughs> Asante, what were you saying? Um, also talked about like Fifty Cent on that episode. Now he built his own universe, and so like you know, oh, the, the power building. universe, yeah, yeah, expansion building. I thought that, that was super dope. Like just super how he, because it was funny that Fifty Cent on like a couple of different occasions had been compared to the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of his whole power verse. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? If Fifty Cent could be up here with Marvel, who making all this money and shit like that, niggas could do anything. So that's another take. I thought it was because he was hanging upside down during that Super Bowl performance. 
Dustin. And that's why they thought he should be in the Marvel Universe. Could you he imagine? Like a Marvel person. Could you imagine no. 50 Cent suit Spider-Man in them? Because he was like, I was originally hanging upside down in the club before y'all did to you this Marvel scene. motherfuckers. Come on, man. That would have been, been Soldier Boy. But we also had an episode. <laughs> Fran has been so good at this. Person. We also had an episode called Church Got a VIP. Do you remember oh, that, God. Dustin? Where you brought the Bishop Noel Jones uh-huh. and his quote-unquote Long time lady friend. Uh-huh. Why do we call it Loretta? That? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's what they called her. Because I'd have been like, that's my woman. <laughs> that was one of the conversations that, that Dustin brought from the hot topics that were circulating the internet. That was uh-huh. a funny conversation. Remember, you included the video yeah. and made mm-hmm. me watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and poignant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Timely. All of that, you know, the shit that's been going on in the church. Okay, and we talked. We busted. We we broke open the door back then. Okay, I'm glad you decided to change what you was about to I say. I was on my John Quinones. <laughs> no, okay, I was. I'm ready. 2020. ABC holla at me. Yeah, shout out to John Quinones. Listen, that's an another icon, person. And hey, give him a star living. on the Walk of Fame. Straight up, <laughs> oh John Quinones deserves it. And any, if you see him, you know that your goose is cooked. <laughs> and the jig, you know, the, more so than your goose being cooked, you know the jig is up. Okay. When you see John Kenyon, yes, they Coming know. Down your block. And you might as well just be like, look, I, I have the right to remain silent, bitch. Because <laughs> okay? I ain't finna say nothing because I know not y'all got I'm not speaking without me. my lawyer. Mm-mm. Straight up this, friend. <laughs> do it, Justin. Mm-mm. Get somebody else to do it. <laughs> I ain't even saying that. <laughs> Ain't finna incriminate me for get my ass to do it. Anyway, Ooh. shout out to John Kenyonez because that's how I felt on that episode. <laughs> we also got into our psych bag at the top of the year where I did an episode on intrusive thoughts. Remember yes, you that, did. y'all? Oh, we yes. We talked about our most negative <laughs> and disturbing thoughts, those little random things that pop up in our head when you're driving, like, I wonder what it would happen if I drove off this cliff. <laughs> we asked ourselves, are these thoughts who we are? Is it something we should ignore? Should be we should we be worried or let them fly? We had a great conversation about that. That was a good one. Yeah, we really was right then too. <laughs> Which was what? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we had an example of like a mom that was thinking things about her kids and Dustin was Dustin not, was not it. He had no grace. Like no I said, grace. we was right then too. <laughs> That was crazy. Remember all the moms are writing us like postpartum? I was like, okay. Yeah. And it ain't even always just postpartum too. So uh, all Mm -mm. the moms that was coming in with that, I was just like, oh, y'all do it. You right, Asante, because I done heard a lot of y'all talking about, like, prime example, Angie Stone. See, wait. What we, her what? daughter was grown when she no. knocked her teeth out of her motherfucking mouth. <laughs> grown over twenty one. We were talking and about still had intrusive, intrusive thought thoughts. Not necessarily intrusive thoughts. They intruded no. and got and through to the front. Out. Okay. <laughs> you ever been at a concert where it's standing room only, and you try to get to the front of the stage? It's virtually impossible. <laughs> that thought uh, uh, made its way brave. through front. You know, some of the people or just Angie Stone. Angie Stone, once again, <laughs> made it through teeth enamel. Okay, she made it through. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, taking me down. This is the Friend Zone. Hey, HBCU fam. Get ready to turn up the energy. 
McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra-low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. We also had an episode titled Chip Poom Poom. We are crazy. You know that? It was an Asante conversation where we talked about Apple TV's latest hit show, Severance. Mm -hmm. Uh, We brought that to the hot button where we discussed if your employer offered a tech hack that would allow you to go unconscious during work hours <laughs> as a way for you to sever yourself from your work, from your home life, severing your work life from your home life. Would you take that hack, which would mean less stress? And it's almost like you're just in two different worlds. Would you agree to that? I think Asante, you said yes, didn't you? I said, hell yeah. I knew you did. <laughs> you may think he said yes, but we all know what I said about this. <laughs> that was a good conversation, too. Also, that was a damn good show. I'm so ready for amazing. Severance to come back. What it was a amazing. good show. It really was. Slow burn. If they had a, a different... to get into, but it was good. Ooh, you know, friend, speaking of slow... you know, I'll come back to that at another point. But um, Severance... What? Because <laughs> I watched nine days and ooh, it felt like nine days. But when it got to where it was going, first of all, I was mad when we finally got to where we were supposed to go. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, good movie, mm-hmm. but there are notes, which is something else we can come back to later. Um, but yeah, Another I love Severance. Line. I just really wish the intake process was a little different. If it was mm-hmm. different, like if I could record videos from myself at work, I don't got to record videos of myself at work to myself outside. But, you know, if he asked for that, fine. But I would tell myself, like, look, bro, whatever you need, I got you. But um, you just got to keep doing this. Because you remember old girl was kept tripping, was like, I ain't trying to be up in here. Come mm-hmm. to find out she really wanted to be up in there because she, she was trying, trying to, to get out the whole time. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, we <laughs> also had an episode titled Report Card Day where I asked you guys if we were to place your family, friends, romantic partners, coworkers, mm-hmm. just everyone that has experienced you in some capacity, we were to place them in a room to hear their perceptions and perspectives of you, the good, the bad, and the in-between, what would they all say and how much of what they think of you aligns with what you think of yourself? The good. (laughs) Now, that was a good conversation. Remember we got into, like, what we think our exes would say, how they perceived us. and uh, That's the part that I remember most. Right? Their side of the relationship. (laughs) And what would they all say? And if they're all, if you have all your exes in a room together, would there be some common (laughs) things that they would say about you that you don't believe is true, but that's how they all see it? And they all see it that way. Woo! 
that was a good conversation. <laughs> you know, uh, never mind. Friend, the way, the, the way you it. feeling that is the way I'm not trying to feel it, just so you know where I'm coming from. So that's why a, I'm... We need an update on that one. <laughs> we also had an episode called Headliner Headlines, where Dustin broke down the beef between Monique and D.L. Hughley. I totally forgot that was this year. I was, I was, I was kicking y'all some real necessary shit this year. <laughs> like letting y'all know what y'all need to know this year. That was my, I see that that was my. The hot topics. Yeah, like, did y'all know? That was my whole perspective this year. And I like that. I'm thankful for that. It builds right. community. We also had a shoot this shit episode called Juneteenth Napkins. And I know that that was during <laughs> Juneteenth um, merch. The Remember, Walmart there was thing. a bunch mm-hmm. of merch. Yeah, in Walmart, there was like cakes ice and cream. napkins and mm-hmm. aprons and bibs and ice cream. And we were discussing Watermelon. in that Shoot the Shit episode <laughs> if that was cool or not. Like, that's what happens when these things t- are turned into federal holidays and just another way to make money off of us. Rape and bastardizing our culture. <laughs> <laughs> we also had... Um, the grief episode, which was a really important conversation. And I wanted to create a grief series. And I kicked that off with Dr. Takia Robinson, our mm-hmm. sis Kia, where we discussed our relationship to grief, love uh, you, society, Kia. Love, love you, Kia. Kia, society not being designed to hold space for us as we grieve and how we show up for ourselves during hard times. That was an incredible conversation. One of our most listened to episodes I love that's what I love about our show is just the range. You know, mm-hmm. we can get into hot topics and break them down, but we can also get in our psych bag. But we can also get really personal about the things that we're currently processing. And friend, not but and and <laughs> <laughs> I. You know what? We also had an episode. <laughs> Titled The Real Lisa McCoy. The Real Lisa Ray McCoy. <laughs> I know that was Dustin. Another Where's- night, another. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's a passion. <laughs> Where Asante cleared up some myths and schooled us with a history lesson on the top 10 black inventions of all time. Do you mm, remember that, Asante? Yes. That was a really good episode, too, because a lot of stuff that we had no idea black people had invented because white people had gotten credit. Like whippings. Stolen it. Did you say whippets? Uh Whippings. Oh. (laughs) I went straight to 60 days and they just took it somewhere else. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking he's talking about whip shots. What Cardi is always. I don't know, but I want to try some shit like that. Did you see that uh, that peppermint drink she made for Offset? It did look good. Yeah, I was like, what's in it? What was it? The Giardelli. Yeah. Chocolates. Yeah, that did look hella good. Um, <laughs> we also had an episode called Keep Him Breathing where Asante <laughs> taught us about black billionaires around the world and Just how they created <laughs> Well, why did we name it that? I, because we were saying, all you got to do is keep his old ass breathing <laughs> and get him collected, you know. <laughs> From housewives. That's so ignorant. Because he was saying how much he loved that moment. <laughs> I can't the title of the episode. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 
my god friend if you knew the moment <laughs> i'm sorry this is this is a twofold for me and i'm upset <laughs> looking back on this oh we're a mess we also this was a good episode remember when we did jolly old saint nick with jade where we told the wildest <laughs> new york city stories mm-hmm. that we've experienced <laughs> That was super fun, especially because I remember I was in New York when we recorded that and a raccoon was yelling on the fire escape <laughs> of the Airbnb. <laughs> I was staying out in, there looking like Airy Spears. And it just, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dustin. And we could not, I mean, you could not have <laughs> created a better day for us to record an episode like that. Also, it's always fun having Jade on the show. Always. I just cussed her ass out like, how you ain't had me on Getting grown or Jay next to you, you just trying to be on all of my podcasts. I was like, yeah, I am. What the fuck you mean? I love when we do that too. When we all go on each other's shows, we haven't done mashups in a minute. In a too. minute, I feel like we should bring some of that. The back sirens next going, year for but sure. you're right, we haven't. They're affirming me. They're affirming me. Um, oh. We also had <laughs> we had an episode called "If You See Something, Say Something." And you know what's interesting? When I was looking at the stats. Um, that episode had like a 900% listener rate in comparison to our previous episodes. And I was like, what the hell? And when I was looking, a lot of that conversation is Asante had created a conversation exploring the intersection of dating and technology. But we also had, we also went on that rant about my neighbors and me moving to the suburbs where people got very passionately (laughs) invested in the suburbs and people sending me all kinds of death threats and crazy ass hate mail emails about you need to learn the rules of the suburbs. That we laughed at bitches. Just so y'all know, motherfuckers. These two mamas can't be in. We laughed at them. But I just imagine that that episode being circulated on the Nextdoor app. Like, God knows what happened. My neighbors themselves, which I'm cool with them now. Black (laughs) Touch. Black Touch. (laughs) (laughs) Which the people love Black Touch. I've had several people in my mentions talk about how much they had to use it and they love it. A lot of people thanked us, too, for putting it in their awareness. (laughs) They said, happy holidays to (laughs) y'all. We are happy for you. So... (laughs) We also had an an episode called Your Mail and Milk featuring <laughs> Tiffany Alicia, <laughs> the Budgenista. Now you mail and milk. I love you, Budgenista. Shout out yes. to the Budgenista, too. She yes, just had an amazing interview on the Jennifer Hudson show. Uh, yes. Talking about holiday, ways to save money during the holidays, during Christmas shopping. Oh, I love and Budge, that. Yeah, so shout out to Budgenista on your motherfucking TV screens where she belongs. Congratulations. My rich and friend. And <laughs> my rich friend. And she's been on Good Morning America several times. Yes, too, so. a regular around there. Sis. This was actually. We need to ask her about TJ Holmes oh. and that white woman. We need to ask her about that. Because it was a seen, producer before. I need to ask Tiffy. She'll tell me in behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> right off the record. But that episode where we talked, um, we talked about the looming recession with Tiffany, inflation mm-hmm. versus price gouging. Remember, because that's when the gas was like seven, seven thousand dollars crazy. Gallon. Yeah, and we were talking about how and why that happens. Um, the do's and don'ts during an economic downturn, because obviously the recession had been looming. As well as wills and trusts, because remember, this was Tiffany's first time coming back to speak publicly after the passing of her husband. So grateful for that. So grateful for her sharing. And this was actually part of the grief series that I had created Mm -hmm. and kicked off with Dr. Takia, 
where when I mentioned wanting to do a grief series, Tiffany reached out and was like, I would love to speak on the financial perspective, but also just my perspective as someone that, you know, had recently lost someone. And I had lost my really good friend, Netic. That's what inspired me to do the grief series because I lost him in such a tragic way, you know, way before his time. Um, And just the way that it happened was just like really traumatizing for all of us that summer. So this is what kicked that off. It was just a very challenging year. And I love to see how we processed, you know, all those different ups and downs throughout the year and how we kind of like integrated it into our work with the episodes. Um, much love we to also, the Much love friend. to Tiffany. Thank yeah. you. And shout out to Netic. Love and mm-hmm. miss you. We also had an episode titled Hello Kitty Goodnight Cat, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Where we talked about the leaders of tomorrow international ministries. Isn't that the scammer Brooklyn guy? <laughs> Isn't that who that is? Mm-hmm. The pastor that got robbed. <laughs> he said, yeah. mm. right? We talked about him and whether or not we believed that he got robbed or if we thought that was a setup. I believe it. Right. And he was actually <laughs> in the news again recently, right? Because mm-hmm. didn't he like choke a woman up, mm-hmm. like one of his parishioners? Oh, my God. It's been a lot going on on around there. Yep. (laughs) But you know, God put him and Kimberrell in the same pile. (laughs) And what pile is that? Rubbish. File 13. (laughs) The landfill. The landfill. (laughs) One with a whole bunch of plastic in it. (laughs) We had had an episode titled, Is an Elephant Heavy? Which is funny because I remember the clip of the old lady. I'm coming, baby. (laughs) Is an elephant heavy? Mm-hmm. That was where we named that. Obviously, that was the opening clip that week. But that's when we celebrated seven years and 350 episodes of The Friend Zone. Yep. Yep. Clap for that. Shout out to that. Make it clap for that. We should have went to the strip club. <laughs> Which means in 2023, we're heading into our eighth year of podcasting. Wow, you guys. God is wow. so good. Damn yes, near a decade. Is. That's crazy. Shout out Jessica to all the Jones. Ones. Shout out to all the day ones. We get a lot of people that say, I've been with you since the beginning. And it was nice to see that even seven years in, we had, I think, remember that stat I showed you guys where it said like 45% of new listeners just discovered us this year on Spotify. Like that is. And that's just Spotify. And that's just Spotify, right? That's amazing. Thank you for that, Spotify. Thank you. And shout out to Jessica Jones of Food Heaven Made Easy. Stop by in that episode to bless us with the conversation on vitamins and supplements and just catching up with her. I love Food Haven, Wendy and Jess. Hey, y'all. I love them. That was really important, too. A lot of people sent in. I remember I had written a prompt on our Twitter just out of curiosity, seeing if anybody had any questions about vitamins and supplements they and went we had crazy. almost 200 <laughs> comments which i was like oh shit i forget mm-hmm. we're adults around here that need mm-hmm. this very practical very important vital information so that made me feel good um we also had a conversation with haas miriam haas yes. with yes. an episode called permission slips where we discussed you know remembering the dream 
designing new models of success that were within and outside of the system and understanding our relationship to external validation. Y'all know anytime Haas comes on, Get ready, baby. She's just one of those incredible seers and spiritual practitioners. And every time she comes on, people always say the same thing. How did y'all know I needed this? Or (laughs) I played this three times already. You know, she just has that effect. Um, So I'm always happy that she comes and and plays with us for a little bit. Yes. When October pulled up, a listener suggested that we turn October into crime zone October, where each of us had to bring (laughs) in a crime, a true crime story as our episode. Dustin created an episode called Pray for Pay, (laughs) where we talked about Bishop Dr. Tracy Dickey. Was that the one where she was like... She did all them churches, yeah. And she had the the line that people would call in. Right. Oh, my God. Not pray for pay. We're a mess. (laughs) Like, you know, Um, like gay for pay. The guys that, you know. (laughs) Right, right. You know what they do. (laughs) Asante did an episode titled Bell Bottom Diapers. (laughs) Where it was the curious case of Paul Franzak. That was, and you know what's funny? Asante was concerned about doing a true crime episode because he felt like that just wasn't his it's thing. One of the best and it ended up being one of the best ones of the year. Period. No, Such a great twisty no, and turny. No, it you. was very good. It was a very good that was the one where the kid was lost in the middle of a store, right? Uh-huh. So and, this family's baby was taken. Then they were introduced to another little boy who was left at a store. Later on, years later the boy grows up and finds out that he was not the uh, little boy who was returned to this family, and he had a sister. He found out his name ain't Paul. His name is Jack. He has his name Jill. I mean, uh, he can't find Jill. The rest of the, Jill. Like it's a, and, and they damn sure went up the hill. And <laughs> there was a moment. See, we could have this moment now. I'm glad that this moment did not happen in the middle of that because I was saying a lot of like terrible stuff while it was happening. But yes, uh, that was actually a really good episode. But not that the was best a of great. The year. No, it was definitely y'all did a lot of. No, it was an incredible true crime episode. And that episode also featured Mercedes, also known as Skincare Skincare Bully of Exor BB, where she broke down what is the deal with donkey milk. She, you know, gave us insight into where this came from, how she like how she comes up with her formulations. She was an Um, amazing interview, too. So much personality and knowledge. Absolutely. And I'm happy that. Remember, she reported that after being on that episode, she had like her highest grossing sales month or something. And I recently saw that <laughs> she grossed um a hundred thousand dollars last month. Work. Which was, yes, in a, a month. Donkey milk. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like obviously a record no. <laughs> for her brand. So they were squeezing them. They were squeezing the shit out them other. <laughs> her, I got her. We got the call. We got her. Got her. Okay, getting that donkey milk. Okay, <laughs> but I thought that was incredible. A hundred thousand dollars. Good, in good. One so month. deserving. So deserving. Your products are incredible. Look at my skin. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny? I saw someone I tweet. The, I, someone uh, tweet. Well, right someone now. who I know in real life. Please tell me if I should get this donkey milk. I don't know, friend, and I've never seen her skin in person. So. <laughs> Trust me, it's beauty. It's beauty. <laughs> <laughs> but I got you. Okay, and then people period. were tweeting her like, no, trust me, this shit is good. Like, mm-hmm. it ain't getting 100000 right in a now. month. 
Okay, I same. I don't be moisturizing when I put it on. And sometimes I, I be like, oh, maybe I need to moisturize. But I don't even have to because it's that, that gel. It's because it's that it's good so of a product cool. line. Okay. Definitely check out com And shout out to the Skincare Bully for blessing us with that yes. wellness segment. Thank you Thanks so much. Um, and then I rounded off the October Crime Zone month with the House of Murdoch. That mm-hmm. was a really good true crime episode. Mm-hmm. And then that HBO dropped their three, I think it's like a three-part series, docuseries on the mm-hmm. fall of the House of Murdoch, maybe like two weeks after. So that was a very mystic zone moment for right. us. Right. Shout out to um, HBO. We're looking forward to the call so that we can put together <laughs> some programming surrounding that with you guys in a documentary. <laughs> HBO, we'd right? love to. We did, we did I May Destroy You, did a great partnership with you guys then. Oh, so I would love I to revisit that. that. With right? this documentary, put some more HBO, really cute. Maybe an right? after show for the three of us to host, something like that. Come yeah. through. That was a really, really We're good waiting. true crime month. <laughs> that was a good true crime month. And shout out to Mindy. I believe her name is Mindy or Mandy. She's a creator. I told y'all crime? that journalist. No, she's the <laughs> uh, creator of the podcast that put the Murdoch family into everyone's awareness. Like she oh, yeah. kicked it off. Uh-huh. I did notice that she followed me a couple weeks ago. So oh, good. clearly someone must have told her like, oh, you know, the friend zone did a great episode on the case. So shout out to her for that connection. Um, we also had an episode called A Forgetful Mind where Asante uh, talked to us about the top artists, songs, movies, heartthrobs. We went in over the past 20 years, which is crazy because the question was, what Why were you we wasn't into? on the list? <laughs> that was the question. <laughs> the heartthrobs. What were you into in 2002? <laughs> and it's crazy to think that that was 20 years ago already. So crazy. So 2002 crazy. was 20. Like what? What? Do you, have you watched um the new Wednesday show on Netflix? Yes, and I think she's so cute. Jen, is it Jenny Ortega? I think her name is. Yes, Bomb, first know. of all, Bomb Ashley. But seeing like Christina uh, Ricci in there. As the teacher. And really, Catherine Zeta Jones. I was like, remember when, when she was like the bee's knees, like when it was all Catherine yeah. Zeta everything? I think she's doing a great job as Morticia. I saw people oh, yeah. were like unhappy about it. They were like, oh, you know, nobody's Angelica Houston, which I get because Angelica Houston is oh, iconic. Well, yeah. But I still think that uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones is doing great. She's doing Catherine great. Catherine Zeta-Jones, is a, she's an iconic actor. She's a And she's also a really she good great. actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she can play. She has range. You know, some people don't have the range. She has the range. So right. I knew she was going to do a good job. And people are always butthurt about something. Because yeah. to keep it so real with you, it's a lot of people could have played Morticia. Tammy Roman. Oh, uh, my God. Tammy you. Roman could have played her. No, but she's, um, let I me think, think Catherine who else? Zeta's- Let's cast it. Let's cast well, real it. quick, real quick. I think Catherine Zeta's doing a good job, and also the tone of the I show is a little bit different than Angelica. I mean, Angelica did a great job. I'm not going to say she couldn't. She's play iconic, it today, but oh, I yeah. feel like there's like a different tone that's called for for her Morticia because of how she's tied together in this story. So I think Catherine Zeta's doing a great job. I thought so too. But Dominique you know. Jackson, <laughs> she could play the hell of a Morticia. She could. She could. Think about Electra as Morticia. I, uh, you know, it's a what? lot, but I, I would, I would love it. it. You can see it. Right. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. It's some, it's some options. That's you know? funny. So people got to get out of, get out of their feelings, get in the bag. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's it. 
So those were a lot of the top episodes of 2022. And then honorable mentions, which we kind of already mentioned, we had incredible partnerships with Target throughout the entire year. Yes, We had, you know, sponsored episodes, Mm -hmm. segments with them, different programming. Obviously, I worked on Illuminating Intersectionality with them at the end of the year. Brilliant project. Um, thank you. And like Dustin mentioned earlier, he had the opportunity to host season two of Bet on Black with Revolt and yeah, Target. Revolt and Target. Right? Asante working with P Valley, working with the VMAs after show and getting to host that. And obviously my um, opportunity to work with NPR as a producer, mm-hmm. which is something y'all know, those of you who've been listening since day one that I have been saying since day one. So it's cool to watch how we're, the friend zone is growing, how we're individually growing. And like I said, I'm always proud to look back and see the work that we put in every year to bring certain conversations to, to the forefront. So shout out to yes. the friend zone. Yes. 2022. Shout out to the friend zone. Yes. Yes. And right? can I just say, everybody mm-hmm. is doing an amazing job. Everybody has been doing an amazing job, but like to us all, well fucking done. We well have been done. through we've been through some shit this year and we have yes, completed Lord. a lot of amazing fucking shit this year. Mm-hmm. We're super blessed. We are super happy. We love each other so much. It's always amazing when we get to work together and build, make money, do new opportunities, have great fucking chemistry with our audience together. So I love y'all so much. I'm so excited every week. <laughs> it's always too. exciting. To, it's always exciting to see. Well, first of all, y'all are always on my TV because I watch YouTube on the TV. But it's exciting whenever I got to watch Dustin on Revolt TV, like oh, hearing his voice, like, selling the personality, watching him interact <laughs> outside of look, the fan friend thing, right? Outside of being a fr- like the friend, it's cool to hear his voice, like when he's doing the the, uh, the speeches and stuff. Watch him interact with the guests because I'm used you, to Tay. seeing you know other people that you know I've grown to respect. Like I always mention Nina Parker. So when I see my I friends who deserve it and they're doing such a great job doing it, it's amazing. And Thank same you, to you, with his, uh, friend, with his watch- host hands, as kid over host hands. So the, and, and the inflection of the voice because it's very much like this is my host voice, but it's like I'm still that nigga Dustin. It's not like mm-hmm. this is my host voice. So get ready for commercial. All of the time, it's like, "What's up? It's your boy Dustin. This is what you get." And I'm make you laugh on the side because I'm your friend, and you know I'm funny as fuck. So that's why I always get from you, and I love it. Thank and you friend, so much. you did a fucking amazing job with your campaign. Well, all of your campaigns, as you always do. But Thank you. you were such a boss with your Target campaign. I thought that was so dope of you. Jade and Kia and how great you all look, how you all switch chairs, how you uh, how you provided such nutritional value to the conversations that you were having. And the way that everything looked was just so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. And thank you Probably for working at Mandy Studio. Oh, because yes. shout out to Mandy for building a fucking studio. Hell yes. And shout out to Mandy. Crazy. Like literally brick and mortar just decided I'm just going to have my own spot, my own shit and went in there and I <laughs> pat myself on the back because I went in there whereas helped do a bunch of shit, move shit around, schedule some shit like do a whole bunch of shit so i'm proud of all of us i'm Truly super happy for, for myself expanding. to have that experience behind the scenes of being able to build something from the ground up to watch people use on a regular basis to see on youtube like watching regular uh, random podcasts at a studio that i helped build i was like damn mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's my studio i mean it's mandy's <laughs> studio that's why i'm always like i'm super proud of her but you know but i have a collective effort absolutely yeah. Yeah. and i was and it was not to say that I, I i didn't do it to say that i did it. i really did it because i was just genuinely wanted to help my friend and my friend wanted to build something for other people which is something that i always want to build on as well like if we're expanding for other creatives that's something i more than want to do which is why just to go ahead and put a, a, a little pin in this 
which is why I love doing the VMAs and the P-Valley campaign, because with the VMAs, the after show, I got to highlight the artist Sergio. Shout out to Sergio, who I always talk about. And then shout out to you know, all the artists that we talk about to talk about newer artists who are actually really, really fucking amazing that people listen to. And they're like, you're the reason that I, you know, vote voted for them on a Grammy nom or just went and pressed play to begin with. And to hear that y'all got that from the Music Man segment is amazing. And then to work with shows like P-Valley where they bring out new fresh talent or they really captivate us with their stories. And for me to be able to loud tweet with such talent, you know, like Scotty Beam and everybody who always come out for our campaigns is super, super dope. So this has been an amazing year in spite of all of the things that tried to take it down. Ciao. And I am super <laughs> excited for more. So thank you to everybody and everything and the spirit and all y'all and everybody listening and watching and everything. For real. No, and truly. I, I also want to give a shout out to all the incredible marketing and PR agencies that go out of their way to contact us and facilitate those campaigns taking place. Yes. Yes. Shout and out to all of you guys. Every week. Our yeah. ads every week. Yes. You know, this year I was blessed to work with um, AMC Theaters, um, Twitter before Elon had it in his um, <laughs> in his pearl in palms. His <laughs> but uh, Twitter. Um, um, who else? Uh, Essence Magazine, yes. HBO, um, AMC Theaters, Glad. You know, those are incredible partnerships yes. to have this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Um, so thank you. Much love to everybody who listens. And also shout out to Audible. Shout out to Kevin Hart and shout out to Chris Morrow, who produced yes. um, Summer of 85. Morrow. Summer of 85, the um, docu- wonderful docu-series podcast um, about the, what happened in the summer of 1985 to this black, um, culturally relevant community home in Philadelphia. And I got a chance to do voice acting on that project. It's literally going up for awards. So these are things that really kind of push our needle forward as creatives and as people who work in this space, period. So that only happens with the support of our audience and those wonderful, incredible partnerships for us um, that that facilitate these collaborations. So just a huge, huge magnet, you know, a magnitude of gratitude going out to those Come people. Come on, Magnitude yeah. and Gratitude. And we have to shout out Tyrell Worley. Who oh, my God. We literally couldn't do this without who edits our show every yeah, week with every the week. quickest turnaround because yeah. we literally record the night before and the show airs early morning next day. And even our Patreon, because mm-hmm. all the episodes that we just reviewed, that's just the main show. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get into the individual podcast that we have on Patreon where Dustin gives you pop culture rundown on warning signs every week. And every two weeks, Asante talks to the gamers and the animes and the cosplayers and really just shares whatever interests of his that he wants to share tech. I'm going to reformat it. the show for next year. I'm actually going to. Oh, gonna, that's exciting. What do I'm you actually, do? You know, so the turnaround can be, you know, around. I'm going to mm-hmm. start reformatting it and, and shooting it in the studio and everything. So. And that's but, what I was going to say. Asante started shooting towards the end of this year out of Mandy's studio. And actually, the quality no, I, was beautiful. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. doing was some really test nice. shots for the studio. And mm-hmm. I'm going to bring I'm going to bring that back. I wanted to make sure that that was going to be set. It was a little wonky, but now we set. So. Yeah, and I love that that. because that just elevated the quality, you know, of our Patreon. Um, And then I have the Woo where I've had incredible, amazing one hour conversations one on one with people that I admire. And the premise of the show is just lifting the veil like behind who they are, behind their creations 
And I, because I'm someone that does love to produce and is very structured and organized, I wanted to create a show that isn't produced or structured or organized. And we literally just talk. Like if we were hanging out in the living room and to me, that's made for way better conversations than we could have planned or designed. Cause it's just like, whatever wants to come it's out Fran, in that moment. Please. <laughs> it's like, Carisha, please. It's your friend. That's please. Hilarious. It's a really smart Real interview bad. series. It's a very smart interview series. And, it's and that's fun. why it's successful. Yeah. yeah and, and, and I've had great conversations with Crystal um, where we talked about just the wounds of our parents and how that's affected us as people now as adults. I've had great conversations with Claude Kelly where we talked about, you know, being immigrant born or being the children of immigrants and mm-hmm. great conversations with Cheska Lee about her divorce. Shout out to Cheska Lee. Right? Love Life you, after yes. her divorce and just being a creative and trying to get into the game and um, conversations with Jade about being a mom and a wife and a creative and how the hell do you juggle all of that um, and stay sane, you know? So really, really beautiful one-on-one conversations you should definitely check out. And then, of course, we have The Binge where we mm-hmm. pick a show and break down each episode and recap it. And that's always fun because right now we're doing season two of The White Lotus on HBO Max, which is such a good show. So the recaps have been so good, so, good, so much fun trying to like decode, you know, different scenes mm-hmm. and break things down. And that's a really fun show that we enjoy. And we don't just do I TV want... shows. We do movies, yeah. you know, documentaries. Like we let it take us wherever we want. I want to make y'all watch something super random for one of their binges, but that's going to be something down the road. Like, I just well, feel like Kingdom we should... Business was pretty random. Yeah, I was about to I say, mean, we filled that tank. I mean, thank you. But um, I just, I feel like that's the type of stuff, like, that. that's what really gets the gears going for me. So I like when stuff like that happens. But I need to the find punishes. something more that, that will, Fran will actually watch because... Because that was... Torture. It, it was touch and go for you, I know. We made it. We made it through those what was it, ten weeks or eight weeks of that show? Oof. That was, it was hit, it, eight. hit it, Maya. <sighs> <laughs> but um what else am I missing? Oh, and then of course our monthly live streams, the last yes. Wednesday of every month on Patreon where we I like hang to call out. that our cycle. Our, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> And we're usually joined by one of our friends, uh-huh, you know, Crystal uh-huh. joined us, XD joined us. We had Mandy, we had like Tatiana. a lot of Tatiana, Tatiana King. We had everyone that you guys love that you see us with. And of course, we're going to have a lot more of that, a lot more of our friends next year because we mm-hmm. have so many creative people to we're tap We're trying into. to get Monica. If anybody know Monica, ask her what she do our live stream for the friends on Patreon because we won't monitor. Okay, that's that's the feeder system I want. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we had India Sean come in. Yes, we did. Shout out to Superstar India Uh Sean. Yeah, when her album had dropped. So that was Uh a really cool live stream. So we'll continue having some artists join us, of course, even as guests on the main show. So that's been the uh, multiverse, the friend zone multiverse. Definitely check us out. Like I said, patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast if you're not already signed up. And that's it for the review of mm-hmm. the friend zone in 2022. Super proud of us individually mm-hmm. and as a collective. And may next year bring even more dreams than we can imagine for us. Very, very much so. Maybe next year, Benzino. 
<laughs> Leave us down below your favorite moments of 2022, whether yes, friend quotes. zone moments or even just moments that you're proud of of yourself. If you just want to have a place yeah. and a space to vent, you know, Let's celebrate. Of the year, we've all been through it all. But here you are with us listening, watching, supporting yet again. So support us just once more and let us know how you're feeling. And I'll yeah. read through those. And I'm not going to share when we come back because that's still going to be your business. And I'm not going to put your business out there. <laughs> we'll we'll read through them. And yeah. it's always it's always an honor to be celebrated by those of you who spend every week with us as listeners. So and let us celebrate you, too. We hope you have an incredible break. And yes, we're we going to be excited to take a break so our brains can rest and also have some time to like read new shit, watch mm-hmm. new shit, experience new shit and have reignite new conversations. Our fires. Reignite okay? our creative fires. And yes. Reignite them and have some new things to think about for mm-hmm. next year. And, and as we prepare 2023 friend zone conversations. So love you guys for listening. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Let's jump into the wellness segment. So let's bring in those wind chimes. Mm-hmm. So I mentioned yesterday that I had had um, a wellness segment planned, but I really want to tell y'all about the, that movie, which Asante watched. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nine days. And it seemed like you were like days. a little iffy about it, a little unsure. I loved it. And shout out to Winston Duke because I tweeted about it and he retweeted me and said, facts. This uh, is a project that I am very proud of. And that was really cool because I thought that considering like, his massive success, you know, with the Black Panther. They should I love have definitely pushed when it. artists still have these indie passion projects that so you can tell that's what this was about. Yeah. But, you know, someone told me that a lot of why this movie didn't gain a lot of traction was because it came out at the top of COVID. Mm. So it got lost in lost that. Lost in the sauce yeah. of the conversation. Yeah, of everything yeah. that was happening. And, you know, so that's Bates. just I will bad s- no. timing. <laughs> I will say, friend, as much as I said it was a slow burn, I'm definitely going to rewatch. Like, it's one of those movies you, I feel like you watch over and over again and at different points in your life. Time. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and everything like, ain't got to be McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Everything no. don't have to be fast food. Some stuff you can sit and think in each, think in each scene from scene to scene and, you know, take your time with it. You gotta, y'all got to start back taking your time with shit. <laughs> y'all do. And you got to take your time. it also might not hit. It might not hit for everyone. I'm sure there are people that are going to oh, watch no, it, it and be like, girl. I was going to no. I was watching with <laughs> India and at several oh, points. Oh, what an India thing. <laughs> I mean, the same thing. But we were still, we were still enjoying it I while we were watching like it. So we were still enjoying it. <laughs> we were watching at several points. I was like, is that me? Because of the way that they were reacting to, uh, some of the people were reacting to certain things. Mm-hmm. I like just the fact that saw ourselves. Winston Duke <laughs> tweeted you, friend. I thought that was cute. I was like, okay, Winston. I think that's cute. Oh, Mm -hmm. here you go. I see your face. So I (laughs) got inspired with my (laughs) K-I-S-S-I-N-G. 
Fran and Winston sitting in the tree. I am good. <laughs> <laughs> so we were, so I was looking through videos of a friend of mine that passed, right? Mm-hmm. And in one of the videos, he was taking a video actually of a dinner he was at with all his friends. I feel like it was his birthday. And when he was um, showing everyone at the dinner table, pretty much everyone was in their phones. <laughs> and me knowing him, because he was petty, he probably did that for that sole reason, you know, to show like we're supposed to be here having fun, being together, and all <laughs> look at all these motherfuckers in their phones. <laughs> and which is kind of funny, but also just made me realize like, damn, when you lose someone, you know, and you start thinking back to how present you were in your interactions with them. Like, you know how when you lose someone, you start thinking like, damn, did I tell them I love them a lot? Did I tell them what they meant to me? Did Was I present when they were having conversations with me about things they were going through? You know, did I answer the phone enough? Did I call enough? You start kind of replaying all these interactions and something about that, uh, made me realize like just the gift of presence. It's something that I've been wanting to be more intentional about. And we are all going through a lot of shit. And sometimes when your friends call, you might just not have the capacity. You know, you're you're barely hanging on <laughs> with your own day to day. So I don't think anyone is at fault for not having the capacity. But I think in the times that you do, I feel like it's something that we should be more mindful of, of like, how present we are with the people we are with in the times that we choose to be in their presence. You know what I mean? Like I love now going to dinner with people and I purposely will leave my phone in my bag, you know? So when I sit with them, it's like, we're talking, (laughs) I'm not talking to them and also scrolling through Twitter in the lulls of our conversation, you know, cause how how much of a listener are you if you're like jumping in between apps and a conversation with someone? And I'm guilty of it. I've been in the living room talking to people and scrolling Twitter. <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. put your phone down, you know, and it's something I want to think about more. And for some reason, that video kind of set that in motion for me. And I'd already been working on it. Like when I'm with like Crystal and Jade and, and Antoinette, we always have a girls night whenever I'm in New York now where We'll go to dinner, you know, go to play or see a movie or uh, go back and hang at Crystal's. Mm -hmm. And that's like a thing that means a lot to me to Mm -hmm. be able to do. And it's a very intentional. I love that you guys do that. Yeah. Like it has to happen. I can't be in New York without it. I try to hit you guys up, see where Mm -hmm. you're at. We can grab a dinner or drinks Mm -hmm. or something. And it's important to me to be like to show my friends like y'all mean that much to me that I'm going to prioritize you at all times, you know, when I, when I'm in New York. So regardless of what I have going on. So just the gift of presence really adds really what I wanted my wellness segment to bring into our awareness. And like I said, I know we have a lot going on, but it is really nice. Even I feel really good when I'm talking to someone and they're like looking me in my eye, you know, like really engaging with what I'm saying and how I'm feeling and not fragmented between me and 10 other things <laughs> in that moment, which is very easy to do because we have very short attention spans mm-hmm. because of all the apps we're jumping in between every day. So something to think about. The gift of presence has 
definitely risen to the top of my um, uh, POV and awareness recently mm-hmm. with the loss that I experienced. And I'm going to try to say this, right? Like, so my friend Frank, I had a party um, right before he passed away on a Saturday that he um, decided to have and announced three days prior to the party happening, right? Mm-hmm. The next week, this is a week before Thanksgiving. The ne- So it was the Saturday before Thanksgiving. That Wednesday, we were all supposed to be flying to L.A., me, Frank, our friend Neff. A bunch of us were flying to L.A. for Kid Fury's birthday, which was on Thanksgiving Day. I was already in L.A. um, the Friday prior to that Saturday. So Friday of the week before Thanksgiving, I had to go to L.A. for some meetings Friday during the day. Um, And I was just going to stay in L.A. until everybody got there on Wednesday. But then Frank announced that party. and And it was also... Um, another close friend of ours birthday, shout out to Pernell. It was his birthday um, that they were celebrating at this party too, at this huge club um, that used to be called XL. And I was called 42 Dior uh, in New York city. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking flying home for that. party. I remember. I got to LA on Friday morning, got Mm -hmm. there on Friday morning, took care of my business, celebrated my friend, Tim Wallace's birthday that Friday night. Shout out to you, Tim Wallace. Um, And then Got on a plane Saturday morning at seven o'clock and flew back to New York to New York. Or I think my flight left at like two something. Whatever time I left on um, Saturday and got back to New York at like 1030 p.m. to JFK. Got to Harlem, washed my ass and washed that airport off of me mm-hmm. and then changed clothes and got to Frank's party at like wow. 15. And wow. the look on his face when I walked into our <laughs> section and he was like, he had told one of our other friends, Dustin is so crazy. He That nigga said he going to fly home for the party. He just got to L.A. The, uh, Friday morning. He said he going to fly home. And I did. And it was the last party that he threw before he passed away. And it was one of it was such a, a, a celebration and such a reunion. There were so many of so many people in town that weekend. So th- there were people from out of town that not don't normally get to attend the, the parties and shit. Right, right. So it was a reunion of sorts. So mm-hmm. I'm talking to our close friends. And I am so grateful to God in heaven that I made that decision to do that. And it meant a lot to him. And so the, the gift of your presence is something that is invaluable. You mm-hmm. never know just how much that might be worth, not only to you, but to the other people involved in that situation. So this is a very poignant and timely wellness segment for me personally. And I am in full agreement with you. Show up for the people that you're in relationship with in your life, whatever the relationship is. Just show up because you never know how much that may be worth to them and you later yeah. on. Yeah. And as someone like I'm such an introvert and Mm -hmm. I'm the first one to be like, "Eh, eh, Mm -hmm. eh," for everything. (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. know about that. I don't think I'm going to do that. And a lot of times I can be very indulgent in what I'm feeling, you know, and while that's important and I think people should do that. But sometimes you also know that sometimes you could have made (laughs) that Mm -hmm. one concession. You could have gone to that dinner. You could have Mm -hmm. gone on that trip. You could have gone to that event that your friend was throwing, you know, Mm -hmm. like. And I know we have to push sometimes because Mm -hmm. we don't always have the bandwidth. But like you said, Dustin, just that push that you made when you saw the the, his face, it's like it just makes it worth it. Yeah, it was an amazing night. And I just have so many fond memories that I literally cherish now from that one experience of many, you know, of Mm -hmm. course. But that one in particular, had I not 
I, I can't even imagine the, the, the additional layers of grief I'd be experiencing right now. So I'm just so glad I was able to make him happy in that way. Yeah. And, and it means so much to me and I know it meant a lot to him. So just like you said, friend, your presence your, is something that very much presence. is a gift. Yeah. Yes. And your full mind, most mm-hmm. importantly, you know, because mm-hmm. we can be present and still be very fragmented. Very detached. That's how you know who mm-hmm. to kick the hell out your life. <laughs> but if you can give the full mind with it, along with it, yeah. that to me just feels so nice. I've I've. I've experienced people recently, especially living in Portland, like the people mm-hmm. I've gone to dinner with. I noticed that about them here. They're so present. All the girls I've gone to dinners with, the meetings, people put their phone down and look you in your eye and are so interested to sit with you and talk with you. Most people here, you know, when they link up, they'll say, you want to go for a walk or a hike? And I used to think like, that's so trippy. But yes, let's do it. That's the culture of the place I moved to. And it's because they're going to want to talk with you Mm -hmm. and have an actual conversation where they're fully engaging and present. I think that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. And it's really pushed me to be more engaging, to be more social. You know, I think nine days, even the movie that you saw, Asante, that was his issue, you know, because he'd gone through so much. He just kind of like disassociated from reality because it's just like, I've been hurt too much. I'm not trying to do all that. And it's very easy to fall into that where you will stay home and you will be a recluse and you will isolate because it feels like the safer option, you know, but the more I've like pushed myself out and I am making new friends and driving and just all these things that just make me feel very alive, you know, and it's full presence with myself too, not just other people. But like, when was the last time you sat with yourself without being distracted with the TV or music and just had a conversation with yourself, whatever that looks like, if it's prayer, meditation, just talking to God, whatever. But when was the last time you didn't have something running in the background of your conversation with yourself? So for yourself, for your friends, for new people you're meeting, for your loved ones, that's just something I wanted to put in your awareness, especially as we're turning the corner to a brand new year and closing out a pretty challenging one. Let's see, you know, the ways that we can we can make some of those changes next year. And that's mm. it. That's it for the hot button. And that's it for my wellness segment. Now we're going to jump into Mr. Music Man. What you got for us this week, Asante? Child, nothing. Just keep playing your records and be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Felt. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it has been a wild ride in music. We have had releases from lots of people, some stuck more than others. We've yeah. had beefs with a lot of people. We've had losses with a lot of people. We've had a lot of new artists released. So there's just a lot in music for us to either revisit, for us to get into so much. Um you know, we've talked about a lot of loss. I just want to quickly shout out uh, Takeoff because I feel like it's crazy that Takeoff only had, you know, one project on his own outside right. of Rocket Man. Yeah. So it's just crazy to me that we're in this like world of everybody releases all of this music. And so if you want to revisit some artists, I know when, you know, past artists that are lost, uh, such as, you know, a Mac Miller or even a. Wow, I can't believe I just blanked on him. He's somebody I actually to us a lot. But uh, artists we've lost, sometimes we get yeah. newer releases from. So 
if we get more traction take off or whatever, don't be surprised. Just because people, I saw a conversation about this happening on Twitter. Like, so are we going to get unreleased music? Yada, yada, yada. I don't know if it's going to happen. I would like for it to happen. So I just wanted to put that out there into the ether, uh, the ethos rather in this moment. And um, yeah, as I said, a lot of music came out this year. We talked a little bit last episode about, uh, I said Kendrick Lamar, he dropped his project, which a lot of people forgot happened this year because <laughs> everybody's projects got lost in the sauce once Beyonce dropped. And um, and music just comes and goes now too. It's like hard for it to stick, you know. Yeah. So much comes out on a weekly, monthly, daily basis. So, like Drake dropped two or three projects this year, so it was just like, That's okay, crazy. what? Everyone's gonna continue to drop all this music. So, for those of you that feel like you had music that stuck that didn't get a, enough credit, go ahead and let us know in the comments what we should have been listening to. But outside of that, I don't really have anything for music just because I have a lot of people that I have shouted out consistently. You know, Rochelle Jordan, I got into Super Late. Oh, she dropped a project Rochelle. last year and then she dropped a remix of the project this year, uh, Play <laughs> With The Changes. So I just really love the fact that people are out here making music. Everybody has different music that they can enjoy. I respect and I love it all. Even the problematic faves that you all dislike that I mention, but sometimes <laughs> I will mention someone that is not problematic and then they will become problematic the next day or an hour after. It's really not my it's fault. It's really crazy. Like they put that shit on you. Like, yeah, like it's, there, there is music and then there is music news. I like to listen to the music. I only like to pay attention to the music news. If it's about what's going on with the music, if it's about music news, about what the artist is doing outside of music, I'm not necessarily, I'm not more inclined to read it. I'm not like, Ooh, what did they do? I'm less inclined to read it. That's just how I am. And that's why sometimes I'm missed out. I didn't realize X, Y, and Z threatened the other person or whatever. I'm not a, <laughs> right. a gangbanger. I'm not in the gang violence. I don't know. I don't care. It's not people are like, you're putting on these gang records. I'm not, the gang so i would know it's a gang record man so i'm not playing this at gang functions either so i just <laughs> like to say there's music for everybody there's a little bit of something a little bit of everything which is something that i grew to appreciate over the past few years and i hope you as listeners of the music man segment have grown to appreciate as well between myself dustin and friend we have given you fresh new artists we've given you amazing throwback cuts and so singles much good music so time much good music. Time. time after time. Okay. <laughs> There's one there. Time after time, we've done it. The Music Man sex section is always jamming. We've always got something going. And I love you all for participating because all of you out there listening, always tweet us artists that you feel like we should be listening to or videos you feel like we should see. And I love that because people make music because it is supposed to be shared and explored. And we love sharing with you. So when you share back, it's cool too. So thank you all in the Music Man segment that participate, partake, who live, who play, who record, who do whatever you do. And people that just play instruments, because I said who play. I'm talking about anybody that plays anything. You are fucking amazing. <laughs> I was watching this artist. You know, I have an artist I'm going to shout out really quickly. There is this artist named Sudan Archives. Have you ever heard of this girl? I don't think so. She mm -hmm. is like a, a I've heard folk. of Sudan and I've heard of Archives independently. <laughs> but I've never heard of Sudan Archives. Sudan, Sudan Archives. Archives. Uh, okay, so this is the last artist I'm going to shout out for the for the year. This is crazy. This is actually super dope, actually, because she's super, an honor. super cool. It, it, is, it is an honor, and I mean it, too, but <laughs> uh, Sudan Archives, I was watching a performance of her on the Stephen Colbert show. Uh-huh. Okay. And she had this, like... She had this bad bitch outfit on because she had this, like, big-ass feather sticking out of one side, and on the other side, she had her... um. 
is it the violin that's small or the viola violin or viola one of the two it was like harnessed uh harnessed her on the other side so it's like she she looked like a quill in the ink thing <laughs> yes, kind of, yeah. One side looked like that, and the other side had the, the violin oh, on it. So it was really cool. But it was dope watching her rock out on stage and like really kill that violin, and mm-hmm. then like also just be a bad bitch. And then her background, they had bad bitch going on, bad bitch energy going on. But Sudan Archives, go follow her on Instagram. She's got really dope looks. I just really enjoy a black okay, girl dope. that's full of color, and her music is very dope. like, it's very. I want to say R and B. It's kind of like a folkish R and B ish type type vibe, but she's super super dope. Like folkish R and B. So like the sounds of blackness. I want to almost say like Rory, but only I don't think you know you've heard I was that. To laugh, but, I guess you know players make mistakes too. <laughs> well, it's I always know you're coming with the joke, so I try to move past the joke, but it always happens anyway. Um, I just thought, you know, I've had good jokes, bad jokes. It's fine. <laughs> It's always jokes. Anyway, um, this project is called Natural Brown Prom Queen. It's from Sudan Archives. And this project came out in September. I don't even know what song to play because I don't know what they're all going to sound like. But y'all just got to check out Sudan Archives. Just check out Sudan Archives. Fair enough. That's literally the homework. Like, just go type her in on YouTube, watch her visuals, because I saw, like, two or three of her videos, and I was just like, this bitch is dope. She's almost like, like, visually, she kind of reminds you or gives me, um, like, a Dochi or a Zillia Banks, because she's a dark-skinned girl that be wearing, like, the colored wigs and stuff. But, like, mm. sonically, man, it's like a... That's why I said folk, because it, it almost felt like some folk music, but then she's talking about, like, black girl issues, you know, like, what if I cut my hair off, will it grow back longer? Da, 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 like... She's just a vibe. Shout out to Sudan Archives. Out. Yeah, I am too. And I mean that because I that's like why her I, look. I, I'm, I, I love when I can talk about an artist and I get excited about them, and I'm just getting excited talking about her. So I hope I, I love see getting more excited about artists too. <laughs> what <laughs> artists? Uh, what artists do you love getting excited about, Dustin? Oh, so <laughs> many right now. You know, I'm attracted to artists, low key, piano players, singers, rappers, athletes. Yeah, you know my. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I like all that. Athletes. <laughs> Athletes. That's art. Yeah. The, you know, they are players. Yes. Yes. I love they that. Play. And, I, and so am I. So <laughs> I love that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> players, they gonna play. Okay. I ain't gonna name no names because you know I ain't no, you know, you don't kiss or fucking tell. But you know. <laughs> well, oh. do you be good to me, I'd be good to you. <laughs> do you all have songs that you would like to play to uh for this last Music Man segment? Any artists that you'd like to put on? Any jams that you were feeling really hard this year? Any uh holiday music that is gonna make you, you know, yep. just this is the last one. So make it a bang however you want to make it. Yeah, I'm gonna give my last song of the year to Lewis York. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> made up of two of my best friends. Shout out to mm-hmm. Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony. I think it ties in well with my wellness segment about the gift of presence and, and your full mind. They have a record called Slow Motion yes. that I absolutely love. It's a beautiful song, and I think it just ties in well. Lewis York, Slow Motion. I don't want to waste 
Something I can hold on to Cause in the blinking of an eye I know all of this couldn't die So baby let me savor Every single day with you I wanna move in slow Slow motion Is that not just... Perfect. Claw's voice, man. Like, God damn, Claw Kelly. They're amazing. The way it just cuts Jesus. through right to your heart, right? So I think that song is just perfect for the message I had. And that's it for my song of the year. All right, friend. That was a good one. All right, mm-hmm. Dustin Ross, what you got? How you going to take us out of this year? <laughs> That's a lot of pressure. So I'm just going to play a song that I love. You know what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to play late. a song afterwards, so, and I'm sure yours is going to be hotter than mine or whatever. So <laughs> no, I think we both going to play some fly shit. You know, like this Always. is. Always. Um, this song is by ESTG, which you guys know is a very popular rapper right now, and it features Bryson Tiller. I personally am really attracted to Bryson Tiller's music. Yes. Okay, his music. I love his musical, his musical approach. I love artists that just tap into that. I don't even know how to define it or articulate what type of singing and singing style and lyrical choices that this um, style is encompassed of. But I just love it. I love the way he leans into the emotions and just kind of does it. And so this song, um, it sounds really good in cars. Um it sounds good over loudspeakers. Shout out to Loudspeakers Network. It sounds good, you know, just it's a good song. It's called Sabotage by ESTG featuring Bryce and Tiller. So here we go. I'll be good to you. Ain't gotta worry about me when I gotta leave town. And it seems like I'm in a hurry out. Or when I gotta be around these bitches who just won't bear you out. I'm the one that they heard about. I'm the one that they heard about. I've been this been circulating around town. Yeah, through word of mouth. West Coast when we posted in dirty side, no telling what it's came from. Don't pay no mind to it. Wonder if I got you in my when I'm doing whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Transparent, but I don't wanna say too much and cause any more damage. Yeah. I know you can't stand when I'm questioning you about things I command. You don't understand. I could have you out to myself. And now you're running around with somebody I just had to, you know what I'm saying? Like, just one time for the one time. It's an emotional rap and singing collab song, and I love it. I think they're both two incredibly talented artists. So if that's what I got to do, then I'm staying strong on it. Like Monique said on Charm School when she was going off and they had pissed her off, I'm going to stay strong on it because I love that song. So that's Sabotage by ESTG featuring Bryson Tiller. Fly. And you're that's welcome. High. Mm-hmm. That's hot. That's hot. Um, so I found the song from Sudan Archives that I heard on the show. It's actually the number one song played on her Spotify at the moment. But mm-hmm. I clicked through a couple of her other songs and they like this is I can't wait to actually listen to this entire project because they don't sound like this song, but it still sounds good. I like this song because it was like, oh, this is different. But then the rest of her project, there's some other cool shit on there. And I'm like, oh, okay, so this is gonna be a ride. But anyway, um again, we're back at Sudan Archives. The project is called Natural Brown Prom Queen. The song that I'm gonna play is called Selfish. Selfish soul. Woo. <laughs> if I cut my hair, hope I grow it long. Back long, back time like way before. If 
student archives. She's the shit. I don't even know her like that, but she's the shit. I'm gonna go ahead and call it. Like, there's just something super dope about her vibe. Like you said, we're Dustin. One and a two and a three and four I like and it. a five and a t- I like that. So, like you said, Dustin, <laughs> she does give it. some MIA vibes. Like yeah. she just got like that really cool alternative thing going for Santa her. Santa Gold. I heard a little yeah. in there. You know what hell I'm saying? Yeah, I love this. So, but still original. It didn't sound like she was trying to mimic anybody's sound. It was no very original. She just making. She's literally making music, just like, and that's how her music sounds. So, yeah, shout out to her. her. Shout out I to like S- Sudan Archives. If you want to come on the show, you know we would love to just talk to you because you just look so dope. And I just want to come on the show. Come sit on down. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's it for the Music Man segment. Now I would love to know. I would love to know what you've been watching, Dustin Ross, because it's. The TV Land segment. Real quick, we just gonna close this shit out. Still on a musical note, believe it or not, but it came on TV, so it works. Um, On the Soul Train Awards this year, you all know, we talked about this before on the show, but whatever, we're gonna double down on it. Shantae Moore just married Stephen Hill. They had a beautiful wedding ceremony. And this year she performed a medley on the Soul Train Awards. And it is required viewing. I'm just going to tell you straight up. It's a five minute and like 25 second performance. You can go on YouTube, which all of you motherfuckers got access to. Go right mm-hmm. on YouTube and type in Shantae Moore Soul Train Awards and watched it. She performed um, um, It's All Right. She performed um, it's just a medley of her hits. And she ended it with Shantae's Got a Man at Home. And she <laughs> like the bridge of it going into the end, the best part of the song. And she points her finger at Stephen Hill in the audience when she walks past him. And the way he reacts, they are in love. And beyond all that, let's really break down this performance, right? For those of you who don't know, Shantae Moore is 55 years old. Mm. Five, five. So when you see, thank you. When you see her in this performance, um, she's wearing a short dress. She looks like such a star, a superstar yeah. singer. Yep. High yep. heels, big hair to the heavens, skin beautiful, all of the poise, legs. charisma, legs. Um, she's she's very just just her her movements and, and the way she commands her presence, her stage presence, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She's doing choreography. Her voice, she is hitting, knocking the notes out of the park. Throughout this mm-hmm. whole performance, there's a section when she sings It's All Right. And at the end, she goes into this whistle section where she literally just whistles for like, I don't know how long, but she goes the fuck off. OK. And in the background of the performance, there's a big moon that's rising as she's doing it on the stage. And she's sitting on this on this stool singing that part. It's beautiful to see. You get vocals. You get age, you get choreography, <laughs> you get design. classic hits, set design. The <laughs> audience is responding because these are, you know, Shantae Moore, while she had definitely saw success as a, as a singer, she's often overlooked when you talk about like the real vocalists, the powerhouse diva definitely. singers of the 90s. You know, people overlook her and it's a damn shame because she really had the whole total package. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The look, the sound, the talent everything and so to see her still executing at that level at 55 motherfucking years old and 30 fucking years in the game come on scandal free virtually she had a she was married to kadeem um kadeem hardison from a different world and all the other the actor and they have two children together they got a divorce they always been on good terms never been in no messy shit in the media you know what i'm saying now she's with stephen hill there's another marriage in between there but now she's with stephen hill you know what i'm saying like shante moore has just really been a great example of resilience, of staying relevant to the music, staying 
dedicated to the music, making it about the music. And this performance was just, you know, it was just a total and complete. What do they? What's the word I should use? so I can appropriate the gay lingo because I have just as much a fucking stake of ownership in this too. It was a, it was a, friend, I'm not going to help him. So it was a, it was a, it was a, um, a big, uh, a big sleigh. (laughs) That's what it was. I can say it. I own it just as much. I've been gay for a long time. I can say it. I feel like white I I can say it. The white gays. A big slave. Well, baby steps, okay? (laughs) Baby steps. (laughs) But all I'm saying is, that's what it was. It was just a total annihilation and and, and (laughs) it really delivered. So, (laughs) watch Shante Moore's performance from the motherfucking Soul Train Awards on YouTube. That's it for TV Land. Let that, play that in the holidays when all your family, your old ass relatives that you ain't got shit in common with, but they know Shantae Moore's music. This is a great thing to bridge the gap. It's a tool <laughs> to bring families together for the holidays. Talk, so watch Watch that. the Soul Train Awards and Soul Train Awards invite it was us. Good. <laughs> like it was I would good. love if we were able to like host stages or something like that or host the awards. Like who knows? Like that would be a, a good look. The Soul it Train was Awards. Such a good award show. Definitely my favorite of the year. Frank like gonna I sing said, one of the ciphers. No, like I said a few <laughs> weeks back, it was real no, singers, no. like real singers <laughs> with good mm-hmm. music. And that made me very mm-hmm. happy. I feel like it's been a while. <laughs> Shantae Moore went the fuck off for real. Like, I'm not did. exaggerating. Like, she really, truly did. She so did. I advise everybody to watch it. That's it for the TV Land segment. And what that means, friend? And that means that that's it for this episode and this year of the friend zone we love you (laughs) (laughs) we love you so much thank you so much for hanging with us every week thank you for those Mm -hmm. of you who pay to hang with Mm -hmm. us on patreon every week we're grateful for whichever one you decide we're gonna see you over there and we are, <laughs> we're going to see you over there. Like I said, we actually, we return January 11th. So we're recording on the 10th, but we return Wednesday, January 11th. Angel numbers, one eleven. your airwaves. Oh, I mm. love that. 111, 23. So rest in peace, Frank Watson. Rest in peace, Frank Watson. Peace, rest Frank. in peace, Netic. And rest in peace to everyone we lost along the way in 2022. We'll still be with you in 2023. And thank you to those of you who are, like I said, with us every mm-hmm. week. I hope you have a safe and fun holiday break. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to say before we get out of here? Just love on each other, however you see fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that. I just wish you guys much blessings and abundance in the new year. And, and safety. That's it. Yeah, and safety you know? and, and, and smarts and all the good shit that really matters in life. Take a little time to really consider your priorities and the things that you are making important in your life and adjust them if you need to. Because life mm-hmm. is all about the real value in situations and in things. So just try to focus on that and lead with love. And dick. Yeah. And I want to just say one thing. Antoinette <laughs> on her podcast was she recently had an incident where her mom lost consciousness for like 40 minutes. It was really scary. And oh she was God. saying how in that moment she realized like all the little shit she stressed about, like work, you know, deadlines, issues with whatever friend, whatever phone call she didn't get back. She's like, none of that shit mattered. And it's sad that it takes, you know, things like this sometimes to like reel us back in, like Dustin was saying to what's important, what deserves our time, what deserves our attention and what deserves our presence. So 
something to keep in mind. Asante, I don't know if you wanted to say anything as we get out of here. I just want to tell all the people out there that are unseen or unheard or they just feel different or othered out. Keep going. You are living your life. It's your perspective. It's not for everyone to understand. And one day, sooner or later, and if that day never comes in this lifetime, you're going to be understood. You probably understood by people right now. You don't even don't even know it. But everything that's for you is going to be for you. And it's not going to be for everyone to understand. And that's okay, And that's amazing. And sometimes it's better to walk in those things and live fuller in those things, because those are the things that are going to make you the happiest in the end. So. Shout out to everybody. I have fun. And for the last time <laughs> this year, fun. stay black and protect your magic. We love you so much. And yes, we'll we see you next year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Bye. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.